Hello, welcome to our podcast, Books and Arrows. My name is Grady. Hi, my name is Garrett. And I am Will. This is a student-made podcast, and in this episode, we will be focusing on the themes in The Hunger Games Book 1. In this first segment, we're going to talk about our favorite scenes and characters in The Hunger Games. So who wants to start off? I will start off. I really loved this book and it had to be my favorite scenes or like my favorite um topic was the um the connection and interactions between Katniss and Peeta that you could obviously see throughout the entire book how committed Peeta was already to Katniss and it just really drew me in and made me listen to every single scene they had together with my entire soul and it probably topped the book off for me right yeah same with um me i really liked like the interactions that they had and i really liked the beginning of when they entered the hunger games the arena and i really enjoyed like katniss trying to figure everything out and finding Peta and like working together and yeah what do you think garrett My favorite scene is the reaping because this shows the bond between Prim and Katniss. It also shows the fear Prim is facing when she's chosen and the fear that Katniss has of losing Prim. Now we're going to talk about characters. We're going to start with Grady again. All right. So I think my favorite character in the book had to be Peeta. I know a lot of other people could disagree with this. But I loved him because of how committed he was. And his character was so intricate and so, like, determined to get what he wanted to where he would do anything. And it just made me really understand him, the way they built him. And I just loved the actual way they did build him by in scenes, in other scenarios with Katniss and it just made me fall in love with his genuine personality. It's very good. Yeah. For me, if it was every single character in the entire book counted, I would probably choose Effie because I just really like how she seems like she's just like a person just trying to get them on, but she really does care about them. And I just really love that. But if between, like, the main cast, it would also be Peta for me. Because I just love how, like, you never really know what's going to happen next with Peta, And you never really know if he's going to, like, help Katniss or not in the first book. And what's going to happen. And I really like that about him. Okay, now we're going to move on to Garrett. Okay, I'm not someone who generally loves reading, but I enjoyed most of the characters. I like Prim the most because she's helpful. She's a huge symbol of kindness. I didn't really like Peta because, well, I don't know how to explain it, but he's just the worst. I like Katniss and Gale together better, except at the end. And Peta is too bland. I don't really feel like he has a personality. Overall, the books were good for people who like reading. Maybe the dystopian genre just isn't for me. Well, that's what we thought about the book and its characters.
We'll see you in the next segment. We'll be right back. And now on to our sponsor. Hello, Americans. My name is Joe Biden, but you can just call me Joe. Today, I'd like to tell you about Katniss Cologne. Ever wanted the fresh scent of a child fighting for their life who has not showered in two weeks? Well, now you can with Katniss Cologne. Call now to get your free bottle. Call 404-555-9696. That's 404-555-9696. Get your very own Katniss Cologne today. Now back to our podcast. Welcome back. Our theme is that power leads to greater control. There is three scenarios in the book that shows that power leads to greater control, and we will be talking about those three. Our three scenes are the mutts, the berries, and the reaping. Now here's Garrett to start us off. My scene is the reaping. When the capital defeated the districts, they formed the Hunger Games to get revenge on them. It was also a form of entertainment for the capital. Starting the Hunger Games gave the capital much more power because they basically have control over everyone. And they use the power to put children in there too. This power turned into ultimate control. Now here's Grady to talk about the months. Another form of power being used as control is when the mutts are released into the arena. The mutts are a form of a wolf, a dog, and a monster. And these are used to destroy anything they see and cause mayhem inside the arena, which makes it more exciting for the capital citizens. But when Katniss sees these mutts, she has a mental breakdown and it caused her to do unreasonable things. But, and the capital knew, knew this, but the reason why she had this mental breakdown is because the eyes of the mutations were the dead tribute's eyes, which scarred her since she saw many of those people die in front of her. And this caused her to do unreasonable things and ultimate, ultimately would end in her death. Now we're on to Will's point. My scene is the berries. At the end of the Hunger Games, Katniss and Peeta are the final two who remain. They were promised that if two people win from the same district, um, they would both win. But right as they were celebrating, the intercom said the rules cannot change and only one can win. Peter said he would die for Katniss, but she has a better idea. She thinks if they can't win together, no one should. So they grab poisonous berries, but right as they're about to eat them, the intercom says Katniss Everdeen and Peter Mullark are the winners. In this scene, they have all the power because the capital can't stop them from killing both of themselves. Well, that's our three themes. We'll see you in the next segment. Our next segment is our guest segment. This segment, we will have our guest, Justin, from Little Shop of Stories, answer some questions. But we emailed them, so we don't have an actual, like, person here to give us responses. So instead, we brought our friends, Owen and Gray, to read them for us. Our first question was, what book out of the series is your favorite? 
I'm still a big fan of the first book. The world building in it is just fantastic. And Katniss is a great classic character. Our second question is what is the cultural impact of the Hunger Games? And they said... The cultural impact of The Hunger Games is tremendous. It helped solidify YA teen fiction as a publishing category that interested readers. It ushered in a new wave of interest in dystopian fiction, creating a whole subgenre in the YA teen fiction field, and it helped prove to Hollywood that kids and YA lit is a viable source for incredibly profitable films and film series. Our third and final question is, what is the potential theme of the story? And they said, a flip, slightly sarcastic answer. Adults will lie, manipulate, and sacrifice children for power and celebrate while doing it. A more serious answer, question authority. Stand by what you believe and collective action is more powerful than collective apathy. That's all for this segment. Let's give a big thank you to Justin and his team at Little Chapa Stories and for our two readers, Owen and Gray. Thank you for listening. Thank you to our guests for participating. And we hope to see you next time. Bye. Bye.